0: Welcome to the Business 101 Show podcast. I'm Coach Nikki. This is where we talk about everything in business and about local businesses operating in Logan City.
1: 101 FM management wish to advise that the opinions and comments stated on this program are not to be considered as endorsed by Radio Logan Incorporated. One-
2: the following business program is general in nature and designed as entertainment. It should not be considered advice. Monday night, and you know what that means. It's time for the Business 101 Show. Introducing Coach Nikki! Here's your host, Coach Nikki. Logan 101's very own Mount West.
0: That's right. Good evening and welcome to the Business 101 Show. I am Coach Nikki. And joining me in the studio is not only the great Mel West. G'day Mel.
1: G'day mate, how you going?
0: Very well, but of course in the new rebooted version we also have the fabulous co-host. I call her Madam President, Coach K, or otherwise known as Kerry Severin. Hello Kerry.
3: Hello, so many titles.
0: I know, which one do you want? I like all of them. Good, all of them and it is. Well welcome to the rebooted version of the Business 101 show. The aim is to make it a little bit faster this time round, cram more in and make sure it's more valuable for you. So if you hadn't noticed already, We're actually going to move pretty fast through this. Everyone ready? Ready. We all good? Feeling good? We strapped in. We strapped in. Let's go. It's good to be back. It's great to be back with you, Business Tribe. I've missed you. I've had a twelve-week sabbatical, started a business, etc. It's very, very good. All right, let's go. Let's get straight into it. Uh, Later on in the show, we're going to have two special guests. The first special guest is Minister Di Farmer. She slides into the business hot seat, and then. Later on, we also have Jim Chalmers. Now, Mel, I've just read your bit, so it's first show jitters. Can you play me the grab from Minister Farmer, please?
4: We cut a deal with the federal government on Friday afternoon, which has meant there's more money available, under 5000
0: Yeah, so there's a lot more money on the table. We're going to hear from Minister Farmer after the first ad break, and you are going to love it.
3: Sounds fantastic. Look, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. I'm going to ask the question, guys, what are you guys grateful for this week?
1: Can nice I start? You can, go. Thankful and grateful the opportunity to have you, Coach Nicky, back in the studio. Oh, thanks, Matt. I've missed you. And missed also you the out. fact that uh, we're gonna be able to help out uh, local business in around Logan uh, and Logan, uh, the, the suburbs, so. Uh,
3: awesome,
0: Nicky. Yeah, me, I, I think it's a privilege to actually have the position that we have and to be able to help people. And I hope through us sharing what we know and the stories and the st- strategies that people will get ahead faster and be more profitable, more successful and happier. So that's what I'm grateful for, for the opportunity.
3: Love it. And for me, the opportunity to learn something new right here at the studio. Thank you so much guys for the opportunity. I'm gonna have a ball.
0: Yeah, nice to have you here. Yeah, it is
1: good to have you here.
0: Definitely is. All right, let's get into it. The weekly business news that you need to know from this week. Well, it looked like COVID was over last week on Friday. Did you notice? All of a sudden COVID disappears off the front page of every newspaper in Australia, replaced by our friend climate change. That was all because of the WHO report from the ICC who rolled out the tidal headline that the world is going to end in the next 10 years. The problem I see with this report, guys, is they've done the same front page five times before, starting in the late 70s, early 80s. So I'm not here to do a climate change show or argue science, etc, etc. Whatever your points are, of course it should be looked out renewables, but at the end of the day, it was a bit alarmist and extremist, so I had a bit of a chuckle this week. A really good news story about the COVID-19 lockdown business support supplement and we're going to hear from the minister after this. The grants open today at midday. Now the federal and the state government have done a deal. I'm not going to actually read what I wrote because I want, it, want you to hear it from the minister first. It's going to be amazing and it's on tiered payments. Now sole traders, you're always complaining that you're left out in the decision making. Well guess what? There is a bit of token money for you being announced so that is awesome as well. There is growing sentiment amongst Australian businesses this week that see the thinking of state leaders focusing on COVID zero to be outdated. Chris Kenny in The Australian eloquently highlights the fault... Of taking an eradication strategy and also the responsibility of media outlets to be more careful with their language. He highlighted the use of the word tragic around the death of a 90-year-old person with COVID and he argued that of course it's uh, sad but by using stronger words that may be warranted, the media is actively skewing and increasing heightened fear in the citizens, which okay, what do you guys think? I agree with that. Yep. I think you should be careful with the language. So use of language as well. He also says, look, 13 million people are locked down right now. Darwin actually entered lockdown today as well so it's pretty much everywhere around Australia except Tassie from what I can work out um, 30 million people are in lockdown but again National Cabinet has said once we're 70% vaccinated then we're going to come back out of lockdown which is only eight weeks away in October by current standards so is it worth it to do it for eight weeks that's a whole other show we need to give our leaders a way out and this is my personal view this is not news this is just my view we need to give our leaders a way out they're obsessed with zero infections and death and I think it's up to us, the business community as a whole, to actually build a bridge for them to actually go, you know what, we are going to have to live with some numbers. We are going to have to open up once vaccination rates hit X. My suggestion would be, let's just put December 31 on the board and go, we've got till December 31 for everyone who wants to get vaccinated to be vaccinated. And from there on in, we're open. Let's go. No problem with any vaxxers but that's just the rules. Let's just get on with it from December 31st what else is good final thoughts and some positive the 80 million dollar powerball went off this week and there was one winner did you all hear about that it wasn't me how good is this it was a melbourne father who lost his job in lockdown working as a cleaner and he won the whole lot how good is that good on your son i'm proud of you well done that's the news that you should know from this week
3: fantastic what a perfect person to win that 80 million perfect person perfect uh, look, I'll be presenting Coach's Corner a little bit later tonight. I'm going to be talking about a bit of a passion of mine, which is growing your business using social media. Whoa. So excited.
0: If you do not have a social media strategy, you don't have a business. No. Yeah, so that'll be cool. I'm looking forward
1: to that. Awesome. And, of course, we're going to try something new tonight. We so 38088101 is our number. If you'd like to have a chat to Coach Nikki and uh, Kerry. Can you say that again? 38088101.
0: Fantastic. So, yes, you're invited to live call in. We've actually got Mon manning the phones uh, and if you want to ask us a question, put us on the spot, whatever, please do, because this is about you. It's about interaction. It's about the Business 101 show. Reboot
3: it. Uh. Hi, I'm Holly from the Logan Office of Economic Development. If you're in business, make sure you listen to the Business 101 show every Monday night at 6pm with Coach Nikki, right here on your local radio
5: station, Logan 101 FM.
2: <laughs> Ready for this week's business hot seat in 5, in 4,
1: Good to have you back, Coach Nicky.
2: Thank you, Mel.
0: And it's funny that you did that because I had the nerves like it was show one before <laughs> I was saying to Kerry before we came on air. I mean, it's show 32, but I had the first day nerves coming back on so air. You're so you're with me. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah, right yeah, there with you. On Good on you. are Yeah. Something interesting... You know, we're not going to do a whole show about COVID, but I know there's a lot of business people that are suffering from COVID fatigue. That seems to be a conversation I've had a lot recently. I don't know, have you, Kerry, with yeah, your business contacts. Absolutely, like the whole fatigue thing is real. So if you find you're shorter, grumpier, not as positive, not as motivated, you know, I think it's just fatigue. So you need to listen to us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, how do we go? Have we got any calls
1: for you yet? Um, we're trying something new so we don't know if it's going to work or not there's, Look, one, there's one flashing there at the moment so uh, we'll see how we go we have a caller on the
3: line oh my goodness, this <laughs> is exciting, we're going live hey, you missed something in your news earlier as well what did I miss? why are we not talking about the mascot for the 2032 Olympics <laughs> it's a good old bin chicken <laughs>
0: I saw this on social media are it's such sure? an
3: Aussie thing, isn't it, that yeah. we would pick a bin chicken. Well, I'd
0: vote for the bin chicken between two. You'd vote for the bin chicken? Yeah, as long as we could have a bin chicken on one side and a bull shark on the other, because nothing <laughs> says Brisbane like a bin chicken and a bull shark.
3: And, you know, do you actually have to incorporate the bin into the look of the mascot when you're talking about the bin chicken? Because that's not its actual name, well,
1: the it could, ibis. It could sit on top of a bin.
3: Ah, oh, true. Well,
0: Shane? look, I think
1: it's time we need to go for a caller. And on the line, uh, we have Shane. G'day, Shane.
0: G'day, guys. How you going?
1: Hey, Shane. How are you?
6: Good to
0: now, we're pretty excited because, Shane, you are the first caller to Business 101 Show, so welcome. Do
6: I win a prize?
0: Ah. Uh, you, you do win a prize. <laughs> It'll be a hug from Mel after the show.
6: <laughs> That's <laughs> the best well, prize I of all. I might pass. I might pass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have a question you would uh, you have for us? Something no, we can help you with? Uh,
6: I just, um, my concern is, not, I don't want to sound like a winker, I'm not winking. Yep. But all these grants and everything are really good. Yeah. But so many of us small businesses slip through the system, well, obviously, through mm. the cracks. Mm. Um. Sole traders, you know, we don't qualify for the 5,000. Uh, we might get the 1,000 because it's coming in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But like, seriously, $1,000 wouldn't cover one of my leases. Yeah, and it's
1: that's
0: just tough.
6: a one-off a one-off payment. You know, bearing in mind the bulk of my work is interstate. So, yeah. you know, I'm probably I'm one probably of the worst-off in the small business in the local community. There's obviously people worse off than me. I'm not going to start with the words. Yeah. And, and although the grants are nice and really good, um, they're just too little, too small. You know, to to expect. You know, even if they give us all refunds on a registration for you. You know, we've got four vehicles. Mm. None of them have been driven for. Well, two of them haven't been driven for like four months. Yeah. I'm still paying rego. I'm still paying. You know, the fees and stuff like that. So.
3: Look, you bring up a really good point, Shane, and Nikki and I were actually discussing this in the studio earlier today about, you know, the grants that are being released, you know, regardless of whether it's for um, sole traders or not. Is there any, you know, what kind of holds has been happening on all these fees that, that are still being charged, what, we're going to give you money and then can we give it back to us in fees?
0: Well, it gave yeah. a payroll discount, right? If you're paying yeah. payroll tax, payroll so that's dis- over yeah. 1.3 mil in Correct. payroll. So that's a, a bigger end of the town.
3: Correct. But small business and sole traders like Shane, this is, it's hard yards. Red Joe's
0: a good idea, Shane. Like mm. a discount on Red Joe, that would go straight back into your pocket by not having to pay it. It's
6: just that the grants are too focused on, on a uh, an employer. It's too mm-hmm. focused on, on a set part of the industry. And I understand that too. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of small guys, there's a lot of little people like me, I've got them as clients, mate, they're struggling and they're getting nothing.
4: Yeah. And
6: it's the mental the mental health of a lot of these people, and I've got a client today that she's at the end of the tether. She just doesn't know where she's going to go from here. Mm, that's and not I've got good. Thinking, you know, there's got to be, got to be a, a better basis for helping the businesses. that We're all going to do the right thing, we're all trying to do what we're supposed to do to help you know, the, whole, the whole state. Yep. Um, but some of us are missing out on any help at all.
0: Well Shane that's a, that's a great point and thank you for calling in what I think we'll do now is let's hear from Dye Farmer to see what is available starting at midday today, and then we'll take those questions forward next time we talk to Die Farmer and also to Jim Chalmers. Let's hear what Dye Farmer had to say earlier.
2: Are you ready for this week's business hot seat? In five, in five, four, four, four three, three, three two, 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 one, one.
0: Next up, I'm joined by Minister Dye Farmer. Of course, Die is Minister for Employment and Small Business Queensland and Minister for Training and Skills. Welcome to the Business 101 show, Die. Hi, Nikki. Thank you for being here. I'm sure you're very busy at the moment, especially because there is some fantastic money on offer and it went live today.
4: It did, Nikki, and I'm so excited to talk about this. We'd already announced that we were going to make our $5,000 COVID sort of lockdown grant for small businesses, but yeah. we've made an arrangement last week, and as a result, we're actually topping those up quite a lot. So can I tell you what some of them for are for?
1: I'd
0: love you to.
4: Employing small businesses and not-for-profit organisations. If you have an annual payroll of less than $1.3 million and turnover of over 7 Twenty-five thousand, You can get a $10,000 grant. That's you can double get a, what we're expecting. Yes, exactly. You can get a $15,000 grant for an employing's medium business or not-for-profit organisation if your payroll's between $1.3 and $10 million yep. and you can get a $30,000 grant if you're a large-sized tourism and hospitality focused business or not-for-profit organisation with a payroll of more than $10 million. There's a $1,000 support for non-employing sole traders and we've also offering a grant of up to $10,000 for any businesses who've been named as exposure sites for deep cleaning. So, you know, we're hoping that that's going to be really helpful for people.
0: That's great. Now, what's it like to be business minister right now?
4: I was so excited when the Premier asked me to become small business minister at the end of last year because I just think small business, you know, they're the heart of the community and they you know, so important in Queensland, so important to the economy. And look, I, I talk to a lot of small business who are really going gangbusters, but at the moment, you know, there's a lot of small businesses who are really, really finding it tough and for each lockdown, finding it tougher. You know, I think, you know, there are sort of a few groups of people who've really taken the hit on COVID possibly harder than others. That's certainly our frontline workers, like our health and police and emergency services workers. But I, I put small business in that category um, as well. Mm. You know, I really make it my business to talk directly to as many small businesses as possible. And, you know, some of the groups that represent them, like the, the Hotels Association and the Chamber of Commerce and Industry. I mean, you've just got to be talking all the time. How are you going? What do we need to do for you? How can we support you the best?
0: I have a final question. If- if I may, Mm. the biggest thing driving business uncertainty is, of course, the lockdowns. When there's those discussions at the executive level, does business actually have a voice and an input into that? So do you actually get a say alongside the health advice?
4: In the end, it has to be the chief health officer who is advising the premier. But I am speaking to the premier and the treasurer and the other ministers around the table very regularly about how small business is going. It's the reason that we put the package together for the grants the way we have hearing from small businesses are actually asking the questions about what sort of support do you need most so the Premier is extremely aware of the situation that small businesses are in.
0: Mr. Farmer thank you for your time yes. I've heard that the applications are already rolling in pretty hard and fast yes. so
4: yes. it's an exciting time We're, to be in business. Yeah no, that's good and thanks so much thank you for all the stuff you do. Appreciate it thanks for your time Mr.
1: The Business 101 show coming up next what's on in Logan Nicky Isms and this week's business talking point.
5: Hi, it's Tony Sharp from Substation 33. You're listening to the Business 101 show with Coach Nikki on your local radio station, Logan 101 FM.
0: Now, just in case, before we go to Kerry to hear about what's on around in Logan, just in case you didn't know who Kerry was, Kerry is actually the president of the Beanley Yatla Chamber of Commerce. She's a mum, she's an incredibly hard worker, a real person, night filler at Woolworths to make the ends meet. She's a business coach, uh, ex-real
3: estate agent, Loves walks on the beach. So many hats. So many hats. <laughs> Pina coladas, wine. Yep. Yeah, we
0: have a laugh about that off air. So <laughs> just in case you're wondering, I mean, it's a privileged position to come into your ears. But Kerry had, brings with her a lot of business by doing, not just theory. So, again, that's the reason why we're very happy to have you on the team.
1: And it is a lot of uh, grassroots level. Yeah, Local exactly businesses right. mm. and, the, and that contact uh, and the connection between the the program and of course uh, the small local businesses within Logan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you were telling me, so i jump in on your bit here that a lot of business people, its owner operators, like the single operators or ma- uh, partners, husband and wife.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: It's not like with staff, and it's like real grassroots. No, no, micro and that's business. why the point
3: that Shane brought up earlier is so is so relevant because there's so many businesses that are missing out. So many business owners are missing out. And, I mean, previous to this uh, grant that's been released, there have also been stipulations as to what you can spend your money on. So they've missed out on a whole. um, And $1,000 is is not going to go far. It's something, but it's not going to go very far after what they've been through in the last year.
0: No, that's right. Well, Kerry...
3: What's on around Logan? What's on in Logan so much? So, uh, we've got. I feel like we
0: need some upbeat music for this. We do. We need a little intro Uh, for this. Yeah,
3: definitely. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, this coming Wednesday, the 18th of August, Innovate Logan and Logan Chamber of Commerce are having their very first open shed morning from 730 a.m. A A little bit exciting. And we've got this Friday, the 20th of August, Beanley Yatley Chamber of Commerce. We're having our business breakfast, which is at the Beanley Bowls Club. Guest speaker Emily Bell. So, that'll be a great morning. Who's Emily Bell? Uh, Emily Bell is a fantastic entrepreneur, local entrepreneur. So Wow. Great. Yeah, well I'm going, you wanna you're go there?
1: That'd be lovely. Let's go.
3: It's a party.
1: Um, What we need is people, if they've got something happening, to let us know about it. Absolutely. And then we can let our listeners know Now,
0: we've got a cool new way. Now, we've got a new website, business101show.com.au. Yes. business101show.com.au.
3: And if you have an event that's coming up, uh, whether you're a business or a non-for-profit or a chamber of commerce, you can go to the website, click on what's uh, what's on in Logan, and there's actually a form you can fill out saying, I've got something coming up. Fill that form out and it will appear here on our calendar
0: wow we are so high good. tech so good so that means if you're, if you're running an event and you're a local business go on and nominate and let people know because if, it, if we see it we'll, we'll mention it yeah. if we get the chance yeah. yeah
1: and that's what it's all about how can people get in touch with us well they can get in touch with us uh, via sms on 0429 558 101 a great number there so 0429 Double five eight one oh one. There's also our email address as well, our Facebook page as well, so they can check out all our socials.
0: Yeah, and the good thing if uh, now, if you want to link with us on Facebook, go to business one on one show dot You can find us under the same name on Facebook as well. Yep. The cool part about linking up is the podcasts, once they're edited up normally by Wednesday, yes. will show up there as well on the website. So you'll actually be able to download them and consume them when you're ready.
3: You can listen to them right there on the site.
0: That's right. It's awesome. All the back catalogs already preloaded in there as well.
3: It is.
2: Fantastic.
1: And let's get back to one of my favorites little parts of the show.
2: It's time for this week's Nikkiism. Yo, Nikki, what? What's a Nikkiism? Nikkiism, a strategy and or saying that Nikki says, which, when used, will get you ahead faster. Hey, Coach Nikki, what's it going to be?
0: I was thinking for the Nicky tonight what makes the most sense for people. And one of my favorites, and I say this about every one of my Nicky but it really is, is there's no money in the middle. Now, especially now, given everyone's fatigued. Now, remember, if you're feeling fatigued as a business owner, how are the consumers and your customers feeling right now? I'd say they're feeling pretty fatigued as well. They're all going to have family living in a lockdown area. So the saying of there's no money in the middle is especially important right now. What I mean by that is, if you're putting out uh, normal generic advertising or marketing that is not specifically honed in on what's in it for me for your client and how you actually solve a problem for them, and you're not very loud and forthright in how you're putting it, then you're going to get lost in people's just blandness. Does that make sense to everybody here? Mm-hmm. So, really, advertising, because I'm actually the head of marketing in my organization and the pressure has never been greater than right now because even though we're on full digital, full everything, blah, 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 the marketing that we were putting out six months ago has had to go into hyper drive to actually keep the attention of the eyeballs.
3: Because there's so many more, so much more action happening in the digital space.
0: Everyone's in digital mm-hmm. now. So if you didn't have a website before, you can't be a business today on today's date without having a website. No. You're, just, you're just not being realistic. Um, but that makes it harder because your attention span of people and trying to get their attention is a lot harder.
1: And the good part about having you with us, Kerry, is that this is right up your street.
3: It is. Love the old digital.
0: Yeah. So I'm really excited, and I think this dovetails in really well, how do people actually drive some good digital? And we're going to hear about that later in Coach's Corner. It's going to be good. (music) Next on the line, we have Jim Chalmers, of course, Shadow Treasurer and member for Rankin. Good evening, Jim. G'day, Coach. How are you doing? Well, thank you. I've got a question for you because something that's really interested me in the media last week, it was about your comment on paying for people that get jabbed. Now, I know Ligon City's got one of the lowest vaccination rates currently. And you said in the media, look, let's pay people to get the jab because it'll get the rates up. But the thing that interested me was, you were saying that it's good for small business. Do you want to explain that to me?
5: Yeah, absolutely, Nikki. I mean, the, one of the reasons why we think this is a good idea is because it'd be something would help, which would help get those vaccination rates up. But it also would be a real shot in the arm for local small businesses in communities like ours. It would do both of those things at once. Uh, and, you know, people get vaccinated for all kinds of different reasons. We think that This is a way to reward them when they do, but also uh, make sure that we've got more of that money uh, flowing through the shops and small businesses of local communities who desperately need it, not just in lockdown parts of Australia, but right around the country. That makes so much
0: sense. And there's not much more you can say about that, is there? Just it's its captain obvious, it makes a lot of sense. If people have folding, they're gonna put it across the counter at their local shop when they get it.
5: Yeah, and you would have seen, Nikki in your own business and all the people that we speak to in our local community, yeah, it makes a real difference. You know, what might be what might seem like a relatively modest payment, it all adds up when a whole community uh, has access to a little bit of extra cash when the economy is doing it, especially tough as it is right now. Yeah. Uh, it makes a really big difference. I've lost count of the amount of small business people who have stopped me in the street to say uh, any little bit helps. Um, we're going through a, tough, a rough patch right now. If you can help us out, let's do it. And so that's why we put this forward, put this idea forward.
0: It's a great idea too. How quickly do you think something like that can get translated and be implemented? Is there quick delivery methods to do it? Would you do it through the ATO or through Services Australia or how is it done?
5: Yeah, Either of those things, Nikki, would work. We said to the government, let's get our heads together as soon as possible and see if we can implement this in a matter of you know weeks rather than months. Try and work out which is the better way, the Tax Office or uh, Services Australia. It doesn't uh, matter to us in particular, so long as we can get that money out the door. Uh, and circulating in local economies and local communities. Uh, it shouldn't be beyond us. We've, got, we've done a, a whole lot together the last 18 months or two years uh, to try and deal with the harsh effects of this virus. Uh, so in the spirit of cooperation and collaboration, the opposition in Canberra and the government in Canberra should be able to get their heads together and, uh, and agree this and fix it and get it out the door.
0: Jim, I like the sound of that. It makes a lot of sense. And uh, I wish you a government right now because that would be happening. So well done. Thanks very much, Nikki. Thanks for your time. All the best.
1: Coming up in the next part of the show, we've got Biz Book Club, Coach's Corner, and Word of the Week, plus lots, lots more.
2: What a one show to go. Don't don't touch that dial. Coach Nicky will be right back after this.
0: Before the break, we heard from the shadow treasurer Jim Chalmers about what a good initiative his idea was to say, we'll pay people to get the jab, and then that $300 would actually get paid to citizens, and it goes straight in across the counter at the local shops."
3: Kind of makes sense.
0: I hate to say it, it really makes a lot of sense because I'm not one for austerity. Like it's sort of, I feel like you have to earn your money and getting jabbed is not earning the money. But it's like, it makes a lot of sense. I really support Jim on that. And it just grassroots, let's give people the money, motivate them to get jabs, so we can get into the percentages. And remember, Logan City has one of the lowest vaccination rates. Now, I think that's because of our relative age. We're a younger demographic here in Logan City. Mm. So if you're listening, please go get the jab because our rates are lower and you wouldn't want to break out anywhere. So, you know, it's your only protection that you've got.
2: Coach's
3: Corner. So, first time on radio, on air with you guys, and I've got the Coach's Corner. This is great. I'm in control <laughs> already. Just <laughs> got to start the newbie with the hard
5: part. No? Give it to
3: the newbie. So, you know, you guys know that my passion is digital. So, tonight I'm going to talk about growing your business using social media because so many people do it wrong. And, and particularly in the last 18 months where everyone feels like they've had to be on social media, you know, they've had to make that transition. And then they jump on there and they pop a few things up and it doesn't work and they wonder why. So I've got so you don't mean
0: just have a Facebook page and then I could say I'm on social media? No. Okay. No,
3: that that's, yeah, if you have a Facebook page and you just put a couple of posts up, you are on social media, but it's not doing you any favours. And if you want to grow your business using social media, you need to introduce a few more things.
0: So how do I do that, Coach K?
3: Well, three points that I want to go through. First of all, choosing the right platform for your business because not every business needs to be on every platform. So if you, well, it depends who your ideal client is. Uh, You know, for example, in my business, I deal with other businesses. So LinkedIn is a really smart choice for me because that's where a lot of business owners are. That's where I can talk to my tribe. Mm -hmm. But if you are a local cafe in Logan, where do you think that audience is? Mm. facey
0: facey. I was going to say Facebook. It's because on
3: that it's the facey older demo. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's on
0: Facebook.
3: The Facebook. That, the Facebook. Yep. That is where everybody is actually on. That's where your clients are, your customers are. That's where they want to see updates from you. But there's one thing I will say about after you've chosen the right platform you need to make sure that your bio and everything that is on that platform is current and relevant. So is your address in there? Is your phone number in there? If you've got a website is that up to date? Is your current address in there? Because people are using particularly Facebook more as a search engine now than they ever were before. They're jumping on there to see whether you're open for business because with everything that's happened people aren't sure. Is this still in business now? And you need to have all that information up to date so that they have some where to to get that information from. But also Facebook is really good. It's linked in with um, Google Maps and they can just click on your address and Google Maps opens up and off they go.
0: Can I throw a random question at you? Yes. What happens if you're a home-based business and you don't want people rocking up to your front gate because you're trying to be sort of anonymous? I think there is a setting where you can say, I don't want people in store or something.
3: Yeah, there is. And it's a fantastic question because I think what you need to know if you're a a home-based business but you still deal in a general area, Mm -hmm. you need to have a suburb in the background so you have that suburb in there but you say my business doesn't actually have an address so they don't see that suburb they don't know where the address is but when they do their search on Facebook that says show me a bookkeeper or bookkeeper if you're in the local vicinity of that person then you'll come up So it really depends on your business and and if you're dealing with locally, which I do. I mean, I could deal right across Australia, but I like to deal local. So that gives them a point of reference um, for that as well. And then the last thing I just wanted to, to touch on was the type of post that you should put up. Actually, Nikki, you touched on this a little bit earlier Mm. about providing value to (laughs) your audience and not doing... It's all about the value. It's all about the value. And not just saying, look at me, this is what I've got, this is how much it is, this is where you can get it, look at me.
0: How many times do you see in a business coach post... They're posing with their Bentley or their car or like their blah, blah, like something flash.
6: I know, and And I just want
0: to moonwalk away from that post and go, dude, what are you trying to show me? Like,
3: I don't understand. I
0: think they're trying to show that they're fed income because they've generated income to pay that. One, we all know it's on lease, but two, it's like, how do how do you go about that then? Let's let's so.
3: Well, providing real value, thinking about you know your business only exists because of somebody else's problem so your, your customers have a problem and mm. that's why your business exists mm. so what value can you show them around that problem that cements you as an expert and has them wanting to do business with you instead of going hey this is me here's a course you can do or hey this is me come and buy off me mm. um, I've got a really good friend, friend uh, Gina Lyle she actually said it perfectly well. Um, and she said, uh, Facebook is like going to a barbecue. And uh, if you rocked up to a barbecue and you walked in and somebody said, oh, g'day mate, how are you going? And and you said, yep, I'm an electrician and uh, I put air conditioners in. And they went, oh, that's great. And what else do you do? And you went, I'm an electrician and I charge thirty nine ninety five And you just kept <laughs> talking about being an electrician and yeah. how much it was and what you do. Yeah. People at the barbecue are going to walk away and go, oh my God, have you spoken to that person? Like yeah, he's an electrician, avoid. but he's a They're going to avoid Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's what they do on Facebook or on social media. If you're just talking about yourself all the time and you're not giving value and it's not the value that your ideal client needs or your ideal customer needs, then they're going to walk away and they're not gonna be interested.
0: I think you're right, you're so on point. It's what problem do you solve for your client? And if you can get across with that, and then remember the old features benefits thing? Absolutely. Like you don't wanna tell them how you're doing it, you wanna tell them the problem you're solving or something like that. We do that a lot in the flower game. It's like you talk about the emotions of something, not that we can deliver a bouquet of flowers, Well, duh, yeah. everyone can. Yeah. So like we can actually help you have a closer relationship. So.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Very good first coach's corner, digital strategy. Um, moving forward, I wonder whether we can extrapolate this out in into like bonus interviews where we go deeper and we'll like add it into the podcast. Yes. Can we do that? We can do that. All right. So next time for the Next Coach's Corner, we'll actually go before the show and we'll record uh, like a half hour and go real deep and then we'll add it as a bonus show. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds good.
3: Very good. That's
1: me. Now... Coming up this final five minutes, there's one thing, final thoughts. and next week's show, we're going to find out what is exactly happening around the place. Here is part of the Business 101 show.
0: We're heading into the last five minutes of the show. And what better way to start it than let's just debunk some business terms. And I've decided to call this part of the show WTF, Business Terms of the Week. <laughs> and until, we, until we get a better name for that, EBITDA. EBITDA, we've all heard this a lot, right? And my accountant throws this out at me occasionally, EBITDA, and I'm going, earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, and amortization. Yeah, of course. Right? Mm. EBITDA, it's, you can swap the earnings uh, is like net income, right? And it's basically just a historical picture of how your company's going and then they can forecast going forward on it. So unless you're an accountant or a bean nerd... You don't really care, but it it becomes um, it comes into its own when you're looking at possibly selling or raising capital because then the look at the health of the business, what the eBIT are worth because it's one of those investor metrics. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, just as long as you know what it generally is, I still pay people smarter than me when I need to know all the real nuts and bolts. I go, what's this again? It's like a balance sheet. I can get my way around a balance sheet, but I, if you, Kerry, if you said to me, out of 100%, well, I'll ask you, out of 100%, the balance sheet... <laughs> Give me a percentage that you say you would understand the balance sheet not oh. profit and loss balance sheet no zero okay well, so i'm at about zero. 75 and i feel really bad yeah exactly you pay <laughs> smarter people so there you go ebitda mel did you know ebitda no there you go do you know it now
1: uh, i thought it was some uh, star wars <laughs> <laughs> terminology. i on said this before ma-
3: I, I actually straight away went to ibity that's all folks <laughs> 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 it's, it's
0: a looney tune saying <laughs> So EBITDA, Earnings Before Interest, Tax, Depreciation and Amortisation. So there you go. Kerry... Give us one thing, give us a bit of homework. What's the one? I want, you know, how many times do you go to a show and you get a, a show bag full of stuff, like a conference? You get home and in it goes in the drawer and you just get on with the life and you never do anything. So I think we need to leave people with one thing they have to do, or if they did this one thing this week, it would get them further ahead. What's the one thing well, look, you to Well, we're
3: going to base out? it off the coach's corner. So okay. we're going back to growing a business using social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that if everybody just did a check, made sure that they were on the right platform for their business. And then make sure that the bio on that platform is actually up to date. And if you're on multiple platforms, make sure it's the same across multiple platforms. You
0: know how hard it is for people to write about themselves?
3: Yeah, really hard. Got any
0: words of advice on um, that?
3: Artificial intelligence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Google that one. There we go. <laughs> I think keep it simple, right? T- write what you do. And don't be afraid to include the actual suburb in the bio. So yes. if people are looking for you locally, would you agree with that?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Absolutely. And it, just the consistency across the across the platform so that people recognise it and they're not confused. Um, and making sure you've got that consistency is really key. So if they went, and did, went away and did just that this week, then they're going to be 10 steps ahead that they're what they were.
0: Okay. And I think um, the, the thing of not having to be on every platform, mm. because that's fatigue and burnout, right? Yeah, Very absolutely. Good. Yeah.
3: Okay, well, that's it,
0: folks. Uh, next week's show, now, Coach K, you're not going to be here, but our f- uh, co-host, I'm hoping just to confirm this yet, but Holly from Logan Office of Economic Development, I think she's going to slide in the co-host chair. She's If she's, chair, under if, if now. she's available, <laughs> yeah, i just got to con- confirm the dates uh, with her. And then also we're going to have the hot seat with Alan Todd from Todd's Hi-Fi. You know, Todd's Hi-Fi fame, mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lot of problems going on around the world with shipping, with TVs. There's TV wars going on at the moment mm-hmm. and processors and blah, blah, blah. So I thought, what a good time. To actually have a chat to Alan Todd from Todd's HiFi and he'll be in. I'm also trying to get hold of Shane from Desbit, the Department of Employment small business and training because he can actually help businesses uh, get paid to take on staff. Mm. He's helped my business uh, with three people so I think that's path to money. So Shane from Drew's that rang about you know real tangible benefits yeah, yeah. this guy can actually help so I'm going to try and land him too. I just couldn't get the confirmation before we came to air but that's what I'm going to set out to do next week. So there you go, that's our first show. Thanks Very for coming. Exciting. Hope you got something out of it. Make sure to reach out on Facebook business101show.com.au See you next week.
2: Catch you next week. Take your own independent legal and financial advice before making any decisions about what's right for you. Coach Nikki is a business coach, and any recommendations made during the show should be considered as points of reference only. You are responsible for yourself and your decision. That was the Business 101 Show with your host, Coach Nikki. Logan 101's very own, Mount West. For podcasts and resources, visit our sponsor, CoachNikki.com. Remember what Nikki always always says, says. version one is better than version none.